Welcome to Leadership Requested. I'm your host, Jen Rebar. Thanks for listening. After the pandemic hit, the world was more disconnected than ever before. My daughter Juliana and I wanted to help, so we started this podcast to empower leaders with encouraging messages from around the world. We both love hearing people tell their heartfelt stories and have a passion for learning. Join us every Wednesday as a unique leader comes on our show to talk with us and share their story of how they use leadership to make their slice of the world a better place. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy listening to our show, subscribe to our channel, give us a review, and let us know what you think. Remember, your leadership has been requested. Are you ready? Hey, leaders. I'm Daniela. Garcia. I'm the founder and CEO of Podbooking. Um, but before I was the founder and CEO of Podbooking, I, like many of you, was just a little kid out in the world figuring it out. And during that time, uh, when I was like 17, I think I really started stepping into my leadership abilities and like leadership skills for the first time. And it was when my drama club in high school was in jeopardy. It was in peril. The mighty school school zone was like, oh, we're going to start defunding the arts. I'm defunding the arts. It's so easy to get done. (laughs) So they were going to defund the drama program. And I had just become president of the club. And so I was like, no way. I'm the president. I have to keep this alive. I will stop at nothing. So I created a lesson plan and I negotiated with the teach, like with the principal of the school that we could keep the class available on people's schedules. We could have a substitute teacher and then I would do like be in that class for my free period and actually teach the class. And like my lesson plans would go by him and like he could drop in whenever he wanted. And ended up being like a really good class. Multiple people, even to this day, have told me that I was their favorite teacher. Um, My lesson plans were great. Like even to today, I'm like, man, those are really quality lesson plans, (laughs) like around like theater and and acting. And like, I mean, my class, we were active, you know, and there was tests and there was grades and we, I was teaching the class all the way up until midterms. And then the principal finally was like, okay, we got a budget. We're doing it. We're getting a teacher. And it was great because now we had a teacher. And then she stayed on for a few years, which was awesome. I graduated with her still there. So we like solidified and saved the program. It's just one very determined little Capricorn. Wow, you were really structured for a teenager. Dude, seriously. No, I was really passionate. I really didn't want them to take it away. I had gone through like those first two years freshman and sophomore year where I was like, I really love this program. It had become like such a huge part of who I was. Um, I just couldn't let it go away. And I had written a play and I was like, man, my play is going to be performed. And like, this was, this was the year of Daniela and they were just trying to like poop all over it. And I was like, no, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) So they didn't, which is great. (laughs) But that has been kind of that same tenacity has been following me through my mid-20s now. I mean, in my mid-20s. Weird. For a lot of people, I say that and they're like, oh, shut up, gosh. But I don't know. It's weird for me. <laughs> and now I'm I here. remember that time. Yeah, right? When you were just like, man, whoa, I'm growing up. 
going into adulthood i'm guessing like in five to ten years it'll be like man i've been like in this adulthood thing for a while <laughs> this strain's gotta stop <laughs> but as of now it's just been this really cool journey of having this same tenacity having this desire i remember like senior year being like i'm a dog on a chain i just want to get out into the world and ever since then i've just been out in the world i moved out when i was like 18 with six hundred dollars in a dresser <laughs> started working in marketing and sales and have been on my own in atlanta georgia ever ever since so that's oh six years seven years now time flies eek yeah it does wow so what made you choose marketing and sales um well it's what i had studied in school so i did like dual enrollment in school um so i was like in high school and college at the same time so that helped shave some time off my life. <laughs> so I had always already studied marketing and I was like, man, marketing is just where I want to be. And then I got this opportunity to do sports marketing and like do like ticket sales and work in that side of things, like in the corporate sales side of things. And I was like, yes, this is so me. It was a little too me. It was, <laughs> it was like 60, 70 hours a week. I had aged tremendously in like two years. My parents were super concerned. I was getting ill. It was definitely not good for me. It was just not healthy. And so I switched over to like cosmetics and worked in cosmetics for quite a while. Um, and I still own my own like sales agency for luxury cosmetics and like luxury retailers and stuff. And actually one of my clients is going to be in Nordstrom for the holiday pop and shop. So baked beauty co everybody check it out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing, I've been doing that. And then during the pandemic, it was the entire industry just stopped, you know, cause yeah. retail shut down. The world just kind of shut down. Um, so I had to pivot and I pivoted into technology and that's when I had my aha moment. Because I was introduced to the world of technology and introduced to the world of, uh, like, not really introduced to digital marketing, but, like, really got more involved in digital marketing and just more involved in the digital world of software and the digital world of, like, white label agencies and customer service agencies and all the different, like, outsourcing opportunities that there are. It's, like, never been easier to build your own business. It really hasn't. With the amount of businesses that have been built around helping people build businesses. Does that make sense? That is extremely true. And the amount of people who are out there teaching other people how to be successful yeah. is just absolutely incredible. Oh, there's nothing but a wealth of knowledge and information. Like I just truly don't believe that there is anything truly holding back a determined mind in 2020. If you are determined to be successful, nothing can hold you up. If you have a cell phone and you are determined to be successful in 2020, nothing can hold you back. There is such a plethora of just resources and opportunity. It's insane. And, and I think that's really what, what pod booking is built around. And that's kind of, this is my aha moment for those of you who don't know. So pod booking is a social network, a social platform uh, for podcasters and for all things podcasting. So connecting podcasters with guests uh, with advertisers, sponsors, with collaborators, with coaches, producers, networks, you name it. There's a whole, there's a ginormous community of podcasters that's far beyond just the million podcasters. There's a whole other world, another side to it too, that a lot of people don't even know about. 
And so we're going to be connecting all these worlds on this one social network. And I'm so excited about it. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> so I want to go back a little bit. Okay. Aha moment. Let's do it. Why pod booking? Why connect podcasters? Why go from marketing and technology, cosmetics? You've been in drama. What were all the dots that connected for you? Oh, they really do actually all connect. So get excited. <laughs> so with cosmetics, when I, when I was working in the cosmetics industry, I had a podcast. And it was the Indie Beauty House podcast. And we interviewed people in the Indie Beauty world. So retail owners, brand owners, editorial, like writers, you name it. Um, and one of the hardest things of it was finding collaborators and finding people to work with us. Um, and after that, we were also trying, and, and along with that, we were also trying to find shows for our clients and and for our brands to get onto podcasts. And it was hard for us to find them too. So we're like, man, here we are on both ends of this spectrum looking for each other <laughs> and we can't find each other. It's so hard. And even when I was going through that, I didn't have that aha moment. It still took a pandemic, the world to stop, <laughs> who glazed donuts. <laughs> <laughs> all of those things come it was the glaze that worked it stuck it all together it really was it was the glue that's been holding all of pod booking together <laughs> but no I was just laying in bed and I was I was thinking man you know I've, I have an ebook coming out I really want to promote my ebook I should get onto some podcasts to promote my ebook and I'm like yes I guess check some hashtags that are relevant to your book and I was like thinking I was strategizing as I was going to sleep because that's how a Capricorn mind works <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, if only there was a place I could just go and then I could easily just find something. I was like, yeah, there should be a place for that. Man, if only there was a place for that. And then like, no, there has to be a place for that. Yes. And I just woke up and I was awake and I've been awake ever <laughs> since. And how long has it been since your awe moment? Seven weeks. And what have you accomplished? What has it taken for pod booking to come into existence? Okay, so what have we accomplished? From day, from hour three, <laughs> we had our domain and we had our website up and we had all, all of our like memberships for all of our social medias and all of our accounts for all of our help. Canva, MailChimp, GoDaddy, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but in in the actual time of being out we have created such an amazing community we are over 1100 followers on instagram we've been really engaging we have over 800 people on our wait list to join our network uh, that's so crazy to say <laughs> i remember when it was like i remember when it was four people and i was so excited <laughs> i was like yay i don't know any of them these are real podcasters it's not just my mom <laughs> <laughs> i do have to say that about you your excitement is contagious and you were Thanks. truly happy to meet and connect with every single person it's not everybody <laughs> no. it's not it's not like some persona that you put on this Daniela excitement that comes across is woven into every part of what you do. Thank you. It really means a lot. I'm glad that 
But then it, it does come out and everything. Because that was something, you know, as I started having people follow and people started DMing me and people started commenting like, oh, man, this is great. And like, I was like, oh, man, they understand my message. You know, they're <laughs> under my captions are resonating. My my content is making sense. And my husband, he's not like a marketing person. So he's just like, wow, you experienced this in such a weird way. And I'm like, well, I'm a communications major. So it feels great <laughs> to know that I'm communicating up and he's like you're so weird so it's so great when I can connect with podcasters and content creators and people who are passionate about business and leadership and and vampires because you know like it, it is something that it is exciting and every little aspect of it does fulfill me overall you know that's something you know, people have been noticing, they're like, man, Taylor, you've been like glowing lately. And I'm like, yes, girl, let me tell you about my fulfillment game. <laughs> it is off the charts. <laughs> well, as a woman who's a little bit older than you and Not that much, the, <laughs> okay. The fact that you are glowing and people are celebrating your success and it's not just a baby or a wedding. They're celebrating the birth of a business and know, it's cool. a book. And I just want to celebrate that because I'll say back in my day, the one of the few things that would be celebrated was a ring on your finger or a baby in your belly. So, so it's true. nice to see people celebrating women's successes in lots of different areas of life because it there's is nice. so much more to us ladies. Oh, for sure. No, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm not, I don't also have like traditional parents, if you will. Like I have parents that are very much, like now my mom is like, oh, but you can't have a baby for like at least a year. Like you have to make sure that you have this set up because this is your baby now. And my dad's like, yeah, this is your baby now. So now you have to take care of it. You've got people counting on you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, guys, I promise I'll walk it every night. <laughs> Jeez. It's my Tamagotchi. <laughs> Seriously. I'll make sure. No, and I, and my dad randomly would be like, and what about pod booking? You haven't even mentioned that. And I'm like, haven't oh. mentioned that. What are you talking about? <laughs> this, this, and this. And he's like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> That's cute. That's great. They're so supportive. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> now, you mentioned a book. You started a book before this? Yes. Yes. So I had started a book around my perspective coaching. Okay. Um, so per perspective coaching is essentially I'm a professional optimist. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> People come to me with their problems and I'm like, you don't have problems. You're just looking at it wrong. <laughs> it's like my Be focus. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> so I was, I had written a book about it around the power of perspective and a couple of key shifts that I had adopted, uh, you know, like when I first moved away from home and when I like, you know, just in growing up around like the way that I viewed myself and the way that I viewed like my relationship with myself. And I realized like I, my mom came, the first time my mom came to visit me, to visit my like first apartment, I like made a big deal about cleaning it all up. I went and bought new towels. I made sure that I had all my groceries. Like I made sure that I looked like I had everything together. I'm I adulting. Want, yeah, because I don't want mom to worry. And I also don't want her to like rub my nose in it. So <laughs> I have to make sure that everything is tip-toppity shape, right? 
everything went well. She left. She was happy. We had a great trip. And then I was like, man, why don't I just like take care of myself? <laughs> why did I need my mother to come visit for me to take care of myself? And that's crazy. And it was because I was preparing for her. I was preparing for a guest. I'm so mm. much more accountable for others. I care. I anticipated her needs instead because I'll forgive myself if I don't anticipate my needs. Mm. Um, and so I kind of created this and this whole new framework of looking at myself as every morning I wake up, I'm a brand new version of Daniela who is, who needs to continue the path that past Daniela laid for her. So like mm -hmm. if past Daniela went for a jog yesterday, well then today Daniela can't like eat whatever she wants and just not work out. Like that's so unfair to yesterday Daniela. And so like adopting this mentality has helped me to be like way more accountable and like really see things through because Daniela seven days like seven weeks ago decided she was gonna do this whole crazy pod booking thing so Daniela seven weeks later has to see it through because she really really believed in it and and we have to make her dream come true <laughs> and, and that's it's just something that I, I think if more people did adopt into their own lives they would see things through more one mm -hmm. and to like feed that inner child a little bit more and just cater to that inner child a little bit more and yeah. And so that's a huge part of the book as well as like redefining the concept of a good person. And instead of just being like, oh, a good person is somebody who, you know, doesn't break rules and pays their bills and uh, isn't mean to children. Like, no, that's so like menial. Like, oh, wow, you're not evil. Like, get over that. That's such a weak standard where it's, tw it's 2020. We have evolved so much. Our definition yeah. of good should change. Um, so I, I have brought up this new potential way of looking at it, of making it good at being a person. So are you good at being a person? And like, what does that mean? And so like that now means like, are you good at living a fulfilled life? Are you living a purpose-driven life? Like, are you happy with your relationships? Are you happy with your career? Are you happy with yourself? Are you having the relationships you need to be, like the conversations you need to be having and things like that. So um, I was, you know, in this journey of, preparing for this book and this book's launch which will be coming out 9 september 25th um oh, so soon so soon uh, so exciting soon. just a few days that's so crazy great and then i'll be a real published author like i'm i'm already like a real author because i sold some copies in the pre-order so right. it happened i had that moment and i was like hey look at you you did it well, that was one of little Daniela's dreams. Like five-year-old Daniela wanted to be an author. Right. <laughs> so, so I had to do that for her. <laughs> you did it. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. It's a big deal. It is. No, it really is. It, it was It was hard to finish. <laughs> so, What's the name of the book? A Kind of a Big Deal. Very cool. I like it. <laughs> Thanks. The A is very small. <laughs> it looks like it says kind of a big deal. <laughs> That's awesome. And what's next? Are you just going to run your pod booking empire and write yes. more books? Yes. Yes. Um, actually, it's funny that you asked, like, what's next? Like, for me, what's next is launching pod booking. Beta begins October 5th. It'll be 20 days, and then we'll have our official launch November 1st. And then the pod booking app comes December, December 15th, um, which is 
going to be great because it's going to come with a whole new slew of updates and, op and options and features that have not yet been mentioned to anybody, but Ooh. they will be getting released slowly in the next few months. So I'm really excited about that and all the different things will be coming with that. And then 2021 will be just the year of Daniela. So get excited. We're all of them coming. Wow. <laughs> You mentioned your family support and everything else. How does your husband feel about your whirlwind of activity and your busyness? He loves it. He thinks it's exciting. He gets he gets all giddy and excited and and it's funny cuz like he'll think about things like I'd be like, "Oh man, so like you're going to have to like get an office and you're going to have to like be Miss Big Deal Fancy Pants." And I was like, <laughs> I am Miss Big Deal Fancy Pants. How dare you? <laughs> You're like, that was already a thing. <laughs> I already, I was born Miss Big Deal Fancy Pants. How dare you? <laughs> so, you know, he like daydreams so big and I'm just sitting here like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to count any chickens yet. <laughs> and he's just like, no, I'm planning a whole chicken dinner. <laughs> Gotta put it out there in the universe, get those affirmations and intentions oh, set. Uh, definitely manifesting and like manifesting with detail. Like, okay, if I do, if I did have an office, what would it look like? And what would it feel like? And what kind of fun things would we do? And what would make us different from other businesses? And and that's been really fun to be like really thinking about what what things I'm gonna care about. You know, like one thing I really care about is data and data protection and data privacy for all our members and just mm -hmm. never ever ever never, ever, ever infringing on the trust that our members have with us when they join our platform and never selling data and never putting it at risk, you know? And it's just so crazy to think that, like, people do that, you know? People, like, sell our information. Yeah. There's a ginormous industry based around selling our own information. Um, and I'm just going to be so glad to be, like, one of the few ethical businesses that just will not do, ever do that. I'm like, that's something I'm really proud of. And like, I just keep thinking about different things like that. Like, what are things that I can do to make me really proud of owning my business? <laughs> and I bet something that like more entrepreneurs should do, like sit and really think, like, what are things that I can do to make me proud of owning this? And well, that's that a helps. really good point. Like as a business owner and as a leader, like what are the things that you can do to set yourself apart? And I think the fact that you're doing it with such forethought is amazing. Thanks. What other advice would you give to leaders or people such as yourself just starting businesses and getting out there and getting started, what other advice would you give to people who are really starting to be thoughtful about their intentions with their business? Um, I mean, really think about the decisions you make and like the impact that they can have. You know, if you can use more sustainable materials in any aspect of like a print or in your office materials or promotional materials, anything else, like make those sustainable decisions, even if, and, and this is something that may be a little difficult, you know, if you have the position in the position to do so, like, even if they're a little bit more like expensive options, they're expensive because not enough people are using it. And that's how business works, supply and demand. <laughs> so if more of us demand these sustainable options and more of us do consume it, the price will go down. Um, yeah. So we do have to buckle together and like, and there are sustainable options like seed paper um, and options like hemp based materials and corn plastics and things like that. So yeah, really being mindful with those decisions, I think can just help anybody just be a little bit prouder 
and stand a little bit taller and be like, no, you know what? My business is going to be separate from the rest. We are going to care about the environment and we're going to care about the future and things like that. And Mm-hmm. also be mindful about like ch- charitable donations and sponsorships like helping businesses around you and and putting your name on things with purpose I think that's yeah. important I agree being deciding what you're going to stand for and then sticking with it and yeah I think a lot of the companies out there that you see that really stand behind their values is is really uh, other people are watching your employees can see it. And that's really important in my opinion. It really is. What other dreams does little Daniela have that you want to accomplish? Oh man, little Daniela has enormous dreams. Um, If we could make it on Forbes starting under 30, we would be pretty stoked. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, we'd be pretty stoked with that one. I think all of Team Daniela would be pretty stoked with that one. Like the whole <laughs> support system. <laughs> right? Totally. But that would be, that's definitely up there for sure. <laughs> well, I don't have any more questions. Is there anything else you want to say before I wrap up with my final question that I give to every guest? Hmm. I want to make sure you are able to promote everything you want to? Yes. Guys, if any of you guys, and I'm sure many of you are podcasters, head on over to pod-booking.com. Join our wait list. That will put you on our email list. So even if you don't get selected to be one of our betas, you will still have a little exclusive time on the platform and you'll also get some exclusive updates. So definitely get on the wait list. Also follow us on at, at, on Instagram at, at podbooking. Sorry. On Instagram, at podbooking <laughs> and yeah just like keep keep um in tabs with us of course as we grow we're definitely going to need more and more members and there's going to be more a ton of opportunities going on on the platform we have a lot of really fun collaborations coming into fruition that are going to create a ton of opportunity for podcasters and i'm excited about that um and also if anybody is interested in reading my book because like we talked a good deal about it it's yeah. uh yeah, you guys can go to uh, kindofabigdeal.com. I actually got the domain. I was so excited. <laughs> so uh, kindofabigdeal.com. And you guys can order uh, the download right there off the site. So, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. There is one final question that I ask every single guest. It's very, very important. I expect a very good answer from you. Okay, hit me. What kind of legacy do you want to leave for future leaders, future generations, and everybody who's met you? Um, I definitely want to give the, um, I guess, like leave the impression on the world of being an innovative thinker um, and also being a very collaborative energy in this world. Because that's all we really are is balls of energy just like stars and suns. And I just want to always be known as that person who is willing to work with anybody and willing to make any partnership better and make any opportunity out of anything. (laughs) Well, you have the ball of energy thing down. That is certainly a way I would describe you. You are my favorite little ball of energy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise, no, you're a ball of energy. What do you mean? You know balls of energy. (laughs) I try.
Like what you hear? Become a supporter of Leadership Requested. Subscribe to the Leadership Requested podcast. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening and catch us next Wednesday on Leadership Requested. Your leadership has been requested. Are you ready?